Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Good morning and welcome to Catholic Education Plus. I'm Father Tom Burke. Our Catholic elementary schools have been undergoing many changes in recent years as the diocese moves from a parish-based education model to regional schools and to serve several parishes. One big change that has taken place in the South Hills of Pittsburgh were four schools who have merged into one with two campuses, St. Thomas More, St. Anne, St. Bernard, and Our Lady of Grace schools are now part of this one academic program called Ave Maria Academy, located in Bethel Park and Mount Lebanon. This new school is part of a new region, the South Hills Regional Catholic Elementary Schools, led by an administrator and a governing board of clergy and lay members. And on top of these changes, educators have reopened their schools in the middle of a pandemic. This morning to provide an update is Lynn Lynch. She is the principal of the newly established Ave Maria Academy. Lynn, welcome this morning to Catholic Education Plus. Good morning, Father, and thank you so much for inviting me. It's a pleasure. It's great to have you uh, on our show this morning. And I'm a native of, of the South Hills, so I'm very familiar with the Bethel Park, Mount Lebanon, uh, Dormo, and Castle Shannon Corridor, uh, growing up in the Book section of Pittsburgh. Now, Lynn, uh, I'd like you to go through these changes and challenges at a time. But first, tell us a little bit about uh, your background. Uh, you have an interesting background. You were a principal at one of these schools and has served as a parish director of religious education, a catechist, and also you worked in higher education. Can you tell our listeners uh, a background about you? Of course. Thank you. So I believe um, everything in my background has led me to this. Prior to leading Ave Maria Academy, I was the principal of St. Thomas More Catholic School. I also served three years at St. Thomas More as the director of religious education, and I was a catechist there for seven years. I have two master's degrees in education, and I taught for 14 years, both in the South Hills of Pittsburgh and in suburban Chicago. But prior to my teaching, I spent the better part of a decade running the graduate program at Benedictine University, um, which has given me an understanding, I believe, of our family's dreams, you know, for our children. And if I just might add, you know, when I received when I received the phone call back in April from Sharon Brown and Michelle Peduto offering me the position, I hung up the phone and I told my husband. And he said, do you realize the gift you've just been given? Oh, wow. And I was like, wow. You know, and I think every day I realize that. I mean, I am, I am able to welcome 600 children every day. That's 600 blessings I receive a day. 
I mean, who else can say they can do that, <laughs> right? I mean, That's so it, it, it is just, it's an honor and a blessing, you know, to be the principal of this newly formed Ave Maria Academy. Um, and I know, like, the first week of school, and I, one thing I love to do is just visit the classrooms every day. And mm-hmm. I did that, to, I, and again, I go back and forth from each building every day, but the very first day I walked into each class, introducing myself, welcoming our families, our children, and to the eighth grade students, I said, there's something very unique about all of you. Do any of you know what that is? And I said this because we have four eighth grade classes, two at each site. And I said, you will be the first graduating class of Ave Maria Academy. So then when you send your children here and they graduate, you can let them know you were the first ones. Yeah, trailblazers. Just, yeah. Right? Yes, it's an honor, you know, to be in this position. It is. Now tell us about teaching uh, the students during a pandemic. Obviously, COVID-19 has changed everything uh, in the schools. How do you do it safely, especially running two campuses? Right. And it's a bit of a challenge, but really not because, you know, we're in a partnership with our families, with our parents. Um, We have extremely dedicated parents who wanted this for their children, and our diocese joined with our families in the creation of our academy. So, again, at both sites, we, of course, follow diocesan safety protocols, um, which include our families are the first line of defense. They need to monitor and check their children every morning before they put them on the school bus or put them in the car or send them out the door to walk to school. Before any, anyone comes into any of our buildings, they have to put a mask on. And our children do not move between the classrooms. We have the teachers moving between, so our students are in cohorts throughout the day. We social distance within the classrooms, and the children's classrooms also become their lunchroom. Um, Now, um, since the weather has been so beautiful, our teachers periodically throughout each and every day take their students outside for mask breaks, and on occasion they'll even take the Chromebook out, and they'll have a live class outside. And with the Chromebook being there, they can do the virtual learning as well for the students that are at home. Um, Within the school buildings themselves, um, our bathrooms are cleaned every hour. Um, The teachers wipe down their home rooms at the end of each day. And we're part of the Penetrax spray disinfectant protocol. So I think it's pretty thorough. Sounds like you have a great game plan, and you have to, Mm -hmm. and to have that flexibility, you know. uh, And then, obviously, um, if the virus begins to spread faster, uh, there's a chance that we might have to go to all remote learning. And do you feel you're confidently prepared, and are the students and parents ready to make that quick adjustment if needed? I believe so. I think um, last year in the spring when this came upon us, you know, um, each of the schools within the diocese, you know, did remote learning. But, again, everyone was home at that time. The teachers were at home. Um, they did do live. Again, each of the schools did a little bit differently. I know for former St. Thomas More, where I was principal, we had live daily instruction for our three-year-olds through our eighth grade on a daily basis. We built up to that. We started with morning prayer and announcements. But I think this year there is a difference, right? Um, right now I think every school, um, we're already doing remote learning for a small portion of our students. Um, you know, the classrooms are being live-streamed directly from the classrooms to their homes, and I felt it was critical that our online experience match our full day in the classroom experience. We can't, like, only have it a half a day. It has to be that entire day. Um, so, again, like, I was able to beta test this concept last spring. So I feel we are um, ahead of, in our model and prepared for whatever may come. 
Sure. And over yeah. the summer, we had additional training was offered over the summer to our staff. They took full advantage of this. We spent weeks working with our tech staff, making sure all of our technology was up and running properly. And then ample time was given, you know, for our teachers to practice with one another. So, yes, we are definitely, if we need be, we can Stand by. at a moment's yeah, notice, right? Pivot at a moment, moment's notice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, good. And that's good that you, I mean, obviously, uh, everybody kind of had to go into that emergency mode back in March. But uh, I, I can really say having uh, three schools as a pastor, um, the Diocese of Pittsburgh has done a tremendous job. Michelle Peduto, the principals, the teachers, the families. Um, when the pandemic hit back in March, obviously everybody had to go remote learning. Um, everybody scrambled, but you made adjustments. And, of course, you had this summer to tweak things. And now, uh, as the new school has begun, uh, kudos to the diocese uh, for really making this. Now, as a pastor, I just merged three parishes back in January, Homewood, Wilkinsburg and uh, Point Breeze, and I'm also the pastor in the Hill District, so I know about merging um, and building relationships. Now, merging four schools into one with two campuses, that's a significant change. Uh, how was the decision received by the families? Because four separate schools into one school with two campuses uh, is pretty, pretty drastic. You're right, um, and it was something, again, like you had said, you know, we've done mergers before, but mm -hmm. this was a little bit different, and I've often told my families, you know, if you give me the merger, we can handle it. You mm -hmm. give me the pandemic, we can handle it. You're putting them together, and then we have to social distance, and there are certain things we can and cannot do, um, but we came together, um, and I think Pittsburgh is a very unique place. Um, you know, when you're introduced to someone who grew up here, you know, one of the first questions you ask yourself or you ask the other person is, so where did you go to school? And passions for Catholic education and its history in our region, it runs so deep. I think the only thing that runs deeper than our ties with our past is our hope for our future. And people, our families want us to succeed. It, it brings us together. And then when you throw in a pandemic, well, I think, you know, everyone has doubled down on wanting a successful outcome. So, you know, over this summer and the first, this is, we're in our fifth week of school, I've had the opportunity to meet families and answer questions um, via in person at various um, meetings just to give them a comfort level. But I see what I, I believe now when they see that the schools are opened, that it's running smoothly, it's like, okay, we're going to be okay. And we're in this together. I say we come, we, we're merging four different schools. Um, so, and again, in a Catholic school, I'm sure you can agree, it's like a second family, That's right? Sure. We're there for each other. So the, the way I try to explain it is we're just one large family now. I mean, in last year I have seen what an amazing – these families are just amazing. You know, if someone needs help or assistance, the way they pull in for one another and assist one another without even being asked, it's just what makes us so unique and so special. So I share that with them, and it's like we're just a larger family now. And the students, I walk around, and they're adapting. They're getting to know each other. I know even last year when the merger was announced, we had our, at, um, at our open house during Catholic Schools Week. I walked the halls, and I spoke with the parents, and it was wonderful seeing the students from the four merged schools wearing their uniforms. And I'm peeking in the classrooms, and these children, having just met each other for the first time, 
they got along fine, and I heard the one young boy say, I hope this is my classroom because this is where I want to sit. And I'm like, well, there you have it, right? They're in, they're in sports teams together, and they're molding, and, they're in, it, it's, an amazing, it's an amazing thing to see and witness. And, and our one, thing, one thing unique about Pittsburgh is the neighborhoods are so close together and tight-knit, and new friendships develop, new families' um, friendships develop, and it, it, it's a, one, a one-stop shop, and it's really neat how that naturally happens. Well, we have lots more to uh, talk about, so we'll take a break. We'll be back in a moment. You're listening to Catholic Education Plus on KDK Radio. Welcome back to Catholic Education Plus. I'm Father Tom Burke, the pastor of St. Mary Magdalene Parish, serving the communities of the East End, Homewood, Point Breeze, and Wilkinsburg sections of the city of Pittsburgh, and also the pastor of St. Benedict the Moore Parish in the Hill District. And this morning, uh, we are featuring Ave Maria Academy in Bethel Park in Mount Lebanon. And my guest this morning is the principal of Ave Maria, uh, Lynn Lynch. And Lynn, we were talking, uh, you've accomplished a lot in such a short period of time uh, as you came board on principal. And the teachers were hired, the students were enrolled over the summer. How did you pull this off over the summer, especially with the uh, pandemic? Well, thank you for that. And it was it was a lot of hours. Um, I'll be very honest with you, and we worked straight through this past summer. But you have to understand it wasn't so much me as a we. You know, I'm thinking of our professional staff, our office staff, our custodial staff, um, the leadership at the diocese, Sharon Brown, Michelle Peduto, Anna Torres. I can't tell you the number of times as well that our families reached out to me and asked, you know, how can we help, what can we do, what do you need? I mean, they're in this with us. Um, I like to say we started at ground zero, and together we built Ave Maria Academy. You know, it, it, was, it, it was, again, coming together um, and amazing. So it wasn't just me. It was all of us in this together. And you mentioned in the first segment that you go to both campuses daily. Uh, how do you – what's your typical day like? Because that's – I mean, I have three church campuses that I go to, well, actually four, and I know, you know, I'm constantly going back and forth. But as a principal, how do you manage that time and juggle? That's that's pretty significant. Well, I tell you, my days fly by. I, I can't <laughs> believe, um, and they're exciting, and they're a whirlwind of excitement. And they, again, it's energizing. So I always start off at one campus where I welcome our students, and I end up at the other campus where I say goodbye to the students, and I flip-flop it every day. So um, I have the opportunity to see our children as they arrive um, and visit with our parents because, again, oftentimes, um, maybe what I should start out saying is I think um, being the pr- a principal is the face of a school, and he or she needs to be visible, needs to be approachable, so I like to be there for my children, my staff, and my families. So, again, being there in the morning, in the afternoon, Oftentimes, parents will come up to me when they see me outside at arrivals, and you know, whether it's very informal to ask me a question or to resolve, you know, a situation they may have, or um, they just know that I'm there. Um, during after I welcome the students, I then try to make my rounds throughout each school. I visit the classrooms, just checking in. Um, real unique little thing. Just this past week, I stopped in my second grade classroom over at the Bethel Park campus, and when I was leaving, I said to them, well, have a wonderful day, my friends, and a young boy said, Mrs. Lynch, you have a wonderful day, and may God bless you. Oh, wow, that's awesome. I'm like, wow, 
and then I head over to the Mount Lebanon campus. I made my rounds throughout the school, and I was in an eighth-grade classroom, and it just so happened. And I said, how's everyone today? And a young man raised his hand, and he said, we're fine, but how are you doing, Mrs. Lynch? Wow. I'm like, so this is why I like to, to walk those halls, to, to be visible for the students. Um, but again, you have to, of course, go back into that office. So that's when I get usually towards the end of the day when I you know, start reading the emails, if I don't get a chance throughout the day, working on projects. Um, I like to visit them at lunch, at recess. It energizes me, like I said before. And then in the evenings, if there's a sporting event going on, I will oftentimes just, you know, poke in just this week. Um, on Sunday, this past Sunday, I popped in at the soccer game at the Bethel Park site. On Monday evening, we had a cross-country meet at the OL, um, you know, Our Lady, former Our Lady of Grace School there. They did cross-country, so I was able to stop over there for a while and watch our runners run and, and cheer them on. So it was, it's invigorating. You know, that, that too, is all part of um, being. And then, of course, I, I can't help but mention, of course, my husband and son, who are just so supportive of me in this role. So without them and their support, I, I couldn't do what I did. Yeah. yeah. Sounds like you, you can manage your time very well in balance. Now, the motto at Ave Maria Academy is shared values and academic uh, excellence. Can you tell our listeners how you try to live that out each day? Well, sure. Um, I believe our academy is a continuation you know, of centuries of Catholic education, and we know it's a high bar. So before I became principal, I thought long and hard on this, and it always came back to the, two, to the two things, shared values, academic excellence. That's why our families join us. I tell people our roots and our foundation are based in our faith and our church's teachings. And from this shared faith comes our shared values. It's how we interact with one another, not only in church or school, but in our homes and in general. You know, I'm constantly telling our children that when we join together in church and in prayer, we're sharing our faith. And then when we show good judgment and kindness in our interactions with others, those are our values that we're sharing. And then to further on that, um, I know we have various bullying programs, but again, I built, um, you know, from our, from our church, from our gospel readings, it's protectors and mentors. You know, so the young men, I ask them, do you consider yourself to be physically or mentally strong? Then it's your duty to protect your younger brothers and sisters in our faith. And to the young girls, I say, you know, if you have a lot of friends or you're popular and you see someone sitting at lunch by themselves, it's your spiritual duty to go and include them. Those are our protectors and mentors. So anytime I need to speak with the children, if there's something that maybe they've done, I go back to that well. Were you behaving in a manner that was represent, representative of being a protector or a mentor? It's based on our faith. And then academic excellence, I've always said, you can ask anyone who has never stepped foot into a Catholic school and ask them what they know about us, and it's our academic excellence. You know, again, it takes us back to that high bar of academic rigor, and our parents want their children fully prepared, you know, especially during this pandemic. So I think this is one of the many things that brings people to our school. Absolutely, to have that balance, academic excellence, but mm -hmm. also values, and that's one thing the faith and the morals and the values that a Catholic education can provide. Now, we just have a couple minutes left, so I want to have two more questions for you. Uh, something very near and dear to my heart as the former chaplain to the St. Anthony School Program for Children with Down Syndrome, Autism, and Spectrum Disorder, and Other Intellectual Disabilities. Um, 
your school is part of, the St. Anthony School Program, how do you integrate them into the school at Alde Maria Academy? Well, you know, it, it is such a blessing to have the St. Anthony Program at Alde Maria Academy. Um, they join us um, both in the classroom where we learn together and on the playing field where we play together, right? Um, they are a true joy, a true blessing. Um, they are so full of love and happiness, and they teach us all. You know, the interactions I see with our children together, it's, again, it, it's those shared values. Just in, in the parents and their families, they live in the moment, and they show such an abundance of patience and love, and our, and our children do the same. You know, they live our Lord's teachings. Um, just real quick again, this was last year. Um, as I said, the students, they joined us in the classroom and the playing field. It was during a cross-country meet. And one of our children, the St. Anthony's program, was running cross-country. And she was a couple, several yards behind. And our students looked back and saw her running. They stopped, ran back with her, and ran with her over that finish line. I mean, wow. I just get chills, and I'm not sure whose smile was bigger. The parents, the children, it, it's, it is such a blessing to have that program with us, and the, they bring us all joy. They truly do. The smiles on their faces, it's a blessing to have them with Ave Marie Academy. I hope you're doing a wonderful job there. And Sharon Lachlan Brown, who's the new administrator for the South Hills Regional Schools, and Father David Pecking is the president of the board, uh, just doing a tremendous job. Uh, just 30 seconds left uh, for the show. How can um, uh, families who might be interested in Ave Maria Academy uh, get in touch with you to learn more about uh, the new, new, newly formed uh, March school? And the well, thank you. Um, thank you, Father, again for the opportunity. So, again, they can go on to AveMariaPGH.org. That's our website, and I have the two campuses, the Mount Lebanon campus. I can be reached at 412-341-5444. The Bethel Park campus is 412-833-1412. So we welcome any questions you may have, even like, like a tour. We would welcome welcome all. Lynn Lynch, Principal of Amory Academy in the South Hills, thank you for being with us this morning. Thank you, Father. Have a blessed day. We'll be back in a moment on KDK Radio. This week in our Plus segment, we are featuring the 28th Sunday in Ordinary Time, and this weekend's Gospel from St. Matthew is the parable of the wedding feast. Many are invited, but few are chosen. And this parable is a reminder that Jesus teaches us that salvation is never automatic. Everyone is invited to enter the kingdom of heaven, but the gate is narrow, and the road can sometimes be difficult. Uh, but the guests in our parable request that those who have failed to understand his teaching um, must be prepared. And he addresses this parable as an important uh, reminder for all of us that weekly we are able to participate in the richness of the Eucharistic banquet. Every day we are offered an invitation to come and follow the Lord and to have that place at the banquet, God's kingdom. We must live a life fullness of justice, love, and mercy. So hopefully we respond, and God's invitation is there to welcome us each and every day. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.